fear that um, that his interview uh, earned the anger of his uh, political backers or uh, the politicians. Uh, sometimes, you know, I believe he spoke truth to power, and power didn't like it. Mm. And he was asked to leave immediately. And on the one hand, uh, people like the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy are going to say, I told you so. Uh, he was a political person uh, trying to overthrow uh, the government uh, and, uh, and embarrass the party. Um, on the other hand, people will say that he was speaking the truth and uh, that he is a patriot uh, and that the other side are uh, the traitors who are involved in criminality and are betraying South Africa. Uh, but bottom line is politicians do not like to be spoken to like that. Mm-hmm. And he's now suffering the consequences. Uh, but I think, as one of your listeners said, he is lucky to be alive. I think he is well out of it. And um, and he's going to become uh, uh, he's going to become vilified, uh, as whistleblowers generally are vilified. In that interview, the writer says that load shedding will get worse in the wintertime, and he has blamed the ANC and the politics for the confusing decisions about energy policy and supply. Do you think, perhaps from that statement, that the African National Congress is more interested in short-term political gains than long-term sustainability and reliable energy supply for our country? Undoubtedly, in my view. What we are seeing here driven more by vote shedding than by load shedding. Uh, we have an election coming up, and uh, I think the political interventions in Eskim are very dangerous and are going to um, result in more interventions, not less, and in short-term thinking uh, to get past the election rather than long-term uh, thinking. Uh, I would agree with that regard. But let's go to the budget speech. Your impression of the ESCOM debt relief there, as some political parties like the EFF uh, feel that uh, this is a plot to shift ESCOM's debt to the taxpayer. Well, ESCOM is 100% owned by the states uh, in any case. Its debt is largely guaranteed by the state anyway. And um, and whatever ethical debt is, is the shareholders' debt. And the shareholders, the government, and we make up that body. So uh, it's not a question of shifting this debt uh, to the taxpayer. It already is the debt of the taxpayer. Uh, that is the nature of having a 100% state-owned enterprise. And... Um, what has happened here is a restructuring of that debt, where uh, it's really another bailout, because a very good part of this debt now is that the, the payments are going to be made by government, by the taxpayer, to, to ESCOM. In other words, they're not actually taking the debt out of ESCOM's hands, but they will be paying off the debt um, on behalf 
But after this bailout, though, do you see that uh, ESCO might be needing more bailouts after the current debt relief? Well, it is possible. Um, But Treasury's intentions are that this is a once-off restructuring of of the debt. Um, So it's not the intention uh, that they will receive further bailouts. And as you've uh, probably seen, there is a long list of conditions attached mm-hmm. to this bailout. Um, regarding asking spending on capital expenditure, so yes. they are no longer allowed uh, you know, to spend money on uh, new generation capacity, for example. Um, it's very strictly laid mm-hmm. out you know, what the money should be used for. Yes. And not only that, the yep. expenditure, mm-hmm. the way they spend money is being yes. strictly controlled.